0: Welcome to the Creative Kickstarter Podcast. I'm Amanda Holland and I invite you to kick out problems and step into creating infinite possibilities in your life, your business, and the world. What if it's all way easier than you think? Hello and welcome to episode two of the Creative Kickstarter Podcast. And today I'm going to talk about what can you do when you are stuck in a rut. I'm hoping that's not just an Australian uh, phrase. I noticed that as an Aussie, I tend to have a lot of sayings and things that I've learned that I thought were pretty universal and it turns out is very particular to this little island here on the planet. So, um... But I think stuck in a rut's a pretty, pretty globally used one. So it's that, that sense that you're kind of hit a dead end or you're going around in circles, you feel stuck in a certain area, not able to change, all you can see is problems. Um, and there are many places and ways that we tend to feel stuck Um, And I was just thinking actually of the movie Groundhog Day, which I haven't watched for years, but I love that movie because it was so fun because he was like literally stuck in like the day was repeating over and over and over again. But by the end of the movie, he'd actually kind of embraced it and started doing new things to find different ways um, to create the day as new, even if it was going to be the same day over and over and over. And, um, so hmm, I wonder, maybe go watch that movie and see if it inspires you. (laughs) But if you want the shorter version, um, let's talk about what, what is it about being stuck in a rut and how do you actually change it? So to get stuck, you have to have a judgment. You have to have come to a conclusion. You have to have decided something is possible or not possible. Um, But anyway, somewhere you've come to some conclusion because when we feel stuck, it's like we have our blinkers and our blinders on and we can't see other possibilities. We don't think there are other possibilities or maybe we've actually stopped looking for other possibilities. I mean, that's another thing too. I mean, especially this year, we've all, most of us on the planet have experienced some form of lockdown or restriction um, or, you know, a big change where we felt like, okay, we haven't been the ones in the, the driver's seat. There's been all this external stuff that we've been limited, um, you know, what we've known and how we've functioned and the choices that we've had are being limited and, and it looks like in the future, you know, we're going to be limited, possibly even more in some really bizarre ways and what else is possible, which leads me to my first tool. When you are stuck in a rut or you feel like you don't have choices or there doesn't seem a way out or your life is Groundhog Day and you're over it and would like it to change, a great question to start asking is what else? is truly possible what else is possible and it's not just throwing it away it's actually like just as a as a word but it's actually going okay if i hadn't decided that this was the way it was what else might be possible just let just like a little inkling just a little like grain of sand a little molecule of well what if What if it wasn't this way or it didn't have to stay this way or didn't have to be this way? Just what if, even if you just let the little crack in through the window there, that maybe, just maybe, there is some other possibility you haven't considered yet. Could you do that? Try it. Try it and see. Tip number one, asking a question what else is possible? And I found that even in the like times when I've been like the most like this is sucks or whatever, that when I ask what else is possible. And even if it's just letting that, like, it's like that tiny crack in the window or opening that door, just a tiny, tiny little bit, you do actually start getting this sense of that you do have other possibilities. And so it does actually start to really change that sense of being um, sort of in a dead end or going around in circles. It really, really does interrupt that cycle or that stagnant energy. So please try it. Try it with everything that seems to confront you or confound you or stop you over the next few days. What else is possible? Now, the other thing... Um, if you feel, especially if you feel like stuck in a rut, not just like with one little thing, but like ongoing, some like ongoing thing where you, you struggled to have change or ease or feel like you're growing or expanding in any area of your life. There's three things, three questions I would love you to look at and actually see if this can change. So the first question is, who are you actually being? So when you're like this, when you've got that mental state that of going round and round and feeling stuck, because that is like a mental way of functioning, when you're functioning like that, are you actually being you? Or are you being like someone you know? Or like a whole bunch of someone's you know? Or like the people you were raised with? Like is this way that you're functioning how you were taught to be? And maybe it's been part of your life for so long you've never questioned it. So if you were truly being you, would you choose to be that? Would you choose to function that way? Would you choose for your mind to run that way? Or would you choose something else? Start having a look at that. Start becoming more aware and noticing the attitudes and the like sort of the overall paradigms and mindsets that you're functioning from. And ask who am I being here? Are you being who you truly are or are you being who you decided you are? And when did you come to that decision that you were like that? And you might notice that you became that because it was mimicking somebody or other people around you thinking that's how I was supposed to be rather than realizing you have a totally different choice have some fun playing with that. Let me know how it goes. I find it to be really useful, but it's also, it is a bit of a, it's a big question in a, sometimes in a lot of ways. And sometimes in the moment, it's just like, Oh, who am I being? Oh, I'm not being me. Or oh, I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, those. I mean, have you ever had those moments where just like something came out of your mouth and you went, oh my gosh, I sound just like my mom. Oh my gosh, I just sound just like my dad, or I just sound like my aunt. Blah blah blah. You know, like how many times are the things and the ways that you think and the and the words that come out of your mouth are not actually yours, but from how you were taught to function, from say a parent or a relative, or could be a friend. It could be a, a like a school teacher or even a colleague, we can pick these things up in the most bizarre sort of places and then just start being them without even realizing that we've just picked them up from someone else. So have fun with that. Now, here is another one, another question that I would like you to ask, Like, if, if, especially if you're um, like really overwhelmed all the time or l- like feel like you're lacking energy, really having that sense of like kind of stress and apathy at the same time, <laughs> like stress apathy I call it. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. I think some of you may be able to relate. I would I would start asking, when was the last time that you truly nurtured your body? Have a look at that. When was the last time you truly nurtured your body and when was the last time you were actually truly relaxed? Because relaxation is a huge part of coming out of feeling stuck. And we don't often pay attention to that and we and we have these ideas of what true relaxation is. Like relaxation is very different for everyone. But one really easy way to do, to start, releasing that stress and tension and relaxing, um, is to go and do something that really nurtures your body. And, and one of the big things is getting out in nature putting your bare feet on the grass, sitting under a tree, going for a walk, you know, somewhere pretty or, or just going, you know, going, even just going like to the botanical gardens and sniffing some flowers or whatever, or just a change of scene somewhere, it really has this amazing effect on your body and it gives your body a chance to move and release some tension, but it also gives it space, a different space to be in. And I mean, there's all this scientific stuff about, you know, if you put your bare feet on the grass, it it changes the ions, which has something to do, I think, with the positive and negative polarity of the way the molecules and electrons all stick together from my like <laughs> my high school science days, but it does it actually changes the the negative and positive charge in your body, which is really amazing. Um, so it it has this real physical effect. The other thing I do to nurture my body is actually get my bars run. So access bars is a relaxation technique. Um, where you lie down on the massage bed and there's these 32 points on the head that are touched really lightly and it releases that electromagnetic charge from your mind and your body, which is amazing. Um, and I find it actually, it, it, it is kind of like when you go for a walk in nature, except it has this added benefit of like emptying out your brain so that all the stress that's coming from, like, the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions um, actually really starts dissipating and you get the space that, like, nature is for you on the outside, you get the space inside your head (laughs) on the inside. Um, And it's amazing. So anytime I get really stuck in a rut or I, yeah, well, like, like with work or a project or business or any part of my life or I get really grumpy, I actually – go and get my bars run because that actually dissipates that and gives me that space in my head. And then suddenly the inspiration and the joy just kind of just seems to flow back and take up, you know, that space. I get the the yummy stuff coming in, you know. So that's one thing that I do. But for you, I mean, yeah, you could definitely try that. I would recommend anyone to try it at least once. Um, but what else nurtures you in your body? And there may be things that you used to do as a kid or even just a few years ago or even like earlier this year that you were doing before COVID happened and that you stopped doing that actually if you started doing them again, would actually really release a lot of that stress and tension that keeps you th- feeling and thinking that you're stuck. Cool. So that's the second thing. Now, the third thing, I know you're so going to resist this one, but I'm going to put it in anyway. Okay. Ask this question. How much fun can I have? How much fun can I have? Now, I know this seems silly. People don't value fun. People don't value joy. People think they have to solve their problem. Like I will have fun once I have solved this very serious problem that I have going on. Once I've solved this stuck thing going on, then I will have fun. I'm going to challenge you to flip that completely on its head because one of the things about having more fun and having joy and doing things that are fun and joyful is it also creates that space. It creates that space in your being, in your mind, in your body. It stops that, it breaks that pattern of thinking. And allows again the inspiration and the enthusiasm to sort of sneak back in that little crack in the window that you've made by stop judging, stop having a hard time, stop focusing on problems and going and choosing something fun. So, the other question I would ask, especially if you do resist that question, and I and I'm And I'm saying this from experience because people, I would think I had this really serious problem and I had to figure it all out and no one really understood. And then someone would come and say, well, just go and relax and have some fun. I'm like, I can't, I've got to figure this out. No, no, please ignore that instinct. If you are like me and that's how you think, stop it. Really stop it. Try something different just today. Try something different and ask yourself, Are you willing to have fun or are you unwilling to have fun right now? Because if you're focused on a problem or you're worrying about being stuck in a rut and all that other stuff, what you're essentially doing is choosing to be unhappy. I know, you probably want to slap me in the face now that I've said that. Don't judge you, but just ask, am I willing to be happy right now? Am I willing to have fun right now? Be brutally honest with yourself and don't say, yeah, but I can't because but is just the reason and justification. So then the answer is really no. (laughs) If you're like, yeah, but that's actually a no. And don't judge that. It's cool just to be aware of like, wow, I'm really not willing to have fun. I'm really, really making this problem way more significant. Okay, but if you are actually willing to go and have some fun, go and be happy, go and do something joyful, step away, take a break, you will find that the possibilities to change what was going on with that will come to you. Or you'll find that just by getting happy, what you thought was a problem won't be a problem anymore. It's really bizarre and amazing how this actually works. You know, um, but I and I understand the resistance to choosing it because it's really not. I mean, it seems so light and so insignificant that it couldn't possibly change anything. But I do double dare you to try it, okay? So, how much more fun can you have? And and if you're not really willing, if you're like I'm not really willing to go and have fun, I'm not really willing to change this, I'm not really willing to go and be do something that makes me happy right now, don't judge it. In fact, if you didn't judge it, if you didn't judge this whole stuck in a rut feeling or this whole mind trip of like, "Ah, I can't get out of this, I have no possibilities, why not enjoy it? If you can't, if you think you can't change it, enjoy it embrace it because the funny thing is most of us judge ourselves for like having a bad time or being sad or being frustrated or being stuck (laughs) stuck or being in a sucky situation and so we just judge ourselves more and more and more for this whatever's going on instead of going what if I just really enjoyed this okay I know it sounds I know it sounds really weird Believe me, I do. But it's crazy how it works. And I'm going to give you an example. It's called, you've got, oh gosh, I'm just giving you another tool. Oh, well, here we go. This is the last tool I'm going to give you today because I've given you so many in just 20 minutes. Okay, this tool is called, you've got 10 seconds to choose the rest of your life. So you've got 10 seconds to choose the rest of your life and then that life is over a bomb drops, the bear, the bears attack. That's it. (laughs) You've got 10. And then you've got another 10 seconds. You've got a new life. You've got another 10 seconds. You've got to choose again. And that life's over in 10 seconds. Now I hated this tool. The first time I heard it, it was a, it's one of the quote unquote, 10 keys to freedom, um, with access consciousness. And it was my absolute least favorite. If someone said to me, well, you've got 10 seconds to live the rest of your life. What are you going to choose? I wanted to slap them in the face. But I will tell you, one day I was having a massive, massive tantrum. I was home. I was home by myself. I can't even remember what I was mad about, but I was so mad and I could see my whole day being ruined by this mood that I was in and um, because it would usually go for hours and hours and hours and then I would just be just so miserable. And then I remembered This tool that I hated called the 10 second rule. And I thought, well, this, okay, fine. I am so mad right now. I am going to have the biggest tantrum I can possibly have right now for 10 seconds. I might even stretch it to 30. Let's see. And I did. I just, I got a pillow and I started like punching it and screaming it and like yelling about whatever it was that was really bothering me, hoping that the neighbors couldn't hear me. And then I was like, right, that 10 seconds is over. What am I going to choose now? And I'm like, I am still so angry. And so I like, I beat that pillow and I screamed and I thought of some more profanities to say, and I really went for it and I started getting a bit (laughs) exhausted. And then a little, I let out a little chuckle under my breath. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. Okay, that 10 seconds is over now. I've got another 10 seconds. What am I going to choose? And I didn't wanna be angry anymore. And I surprised myself, I I laughed. I was like, wow, I'm done. So this mood and thing that I was totally, totally thinking was gonna just ruin my whole day and I was gonna be so mad all day was over. I was over and done with it in 20 seconds. And it was because with this 10 second increment of choice, there is no right choice and there is no wrong choice. So you can't judge it. You just go for it, whatever you choose. And I did, I really went for it for two lots of 10 seconds and then I was done. And that changed my entire day. And from then on, I don't hate that tool. I love that tool. So if you're stuck in a rut, and you have a particular way that you're thinking about it catch it and go okay i've got 10 seconds to live my life what am i going to choose and be as like miserable as like negative as sad as upset as overwhelmed as underwhelmed as you want to be for 10 seconds and then that's the end of that 10 seconds you've got another 10 seconds now, what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose the same thing again or something else? And see how long you can keep it going for if you have to choose it every 10 seconds. And I would love to hear from you if you <laughs> if you want to if you want to share, if you want to actually give it a go and and then share the tools. Please get in touch with me um, through my through my website, um, all the details at the end of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to know. So wow, big day, big, big podcast, lots of tools, but it's incredibly, it's incredibly empowering, you know, to realize that we are the ones who make ourselves feel crappy and feel happy. And we're the ones who just, dis- who decide in our life, whether we have problems or whether we allow possibilities. You know, so all these tools today really put the power back in your own hands rather than giving it away to other people or the vibe of the world around us or or anything external that's going on. You really always have a choice. So if you're feeling meh or blah or crappy, truth, do you decide to change it? And if so, what can you choose to change it? Well, I've just given you like four or five tools today <laughs> to change it, so you know, come and have a listen to this podcast, get the tools again, but have more fun. Be kind to you. Stop judging you. Make a game of the misery, you know, trick yourself into being happy or not. But either way, the choice is yours. (laughs) So, you know, why not choose something different and see if um, that rut is not quite as rutty as you thought it was. Thanks for joining me today and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this show. My target is to make creating your life and world easier, more fun, and greater every day. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes and share this with somebody who you know is looking for more possibility in their life. You can visit me at amandahollandwrites.com and accessconsciousness.com forward slash amanda holland, where you can also discover more of the amazing tools of access consciousness how does it get any better than that